Hello, and thanks for listening. As we move toward the end of the year, Mike and I just want to thank our fans. We're having a ton of fun doing this and look forward to going through the long list of movies we have in front of us. We appreciate you sharing with others and hope you continue to enjoy each episode. Gonna put a little boysenberry on her face, and maybe the zombies would have left her alone. But it's one of those ones where I don't want to have the cock. Time to nut up or shut up. Fasten your seatbelts. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Welcome to the Worth the Watch podcast. I'm your host, Ed Palilla. With me, as always, Mike Kennedy. Thanks for joining, Mike. Time to nut up or shut up, Ed. The time to nut up or shut up. That's right. This week's episode. Uh, Mike and I were going to do a different movie, but Halloween is here, and we thought about a couple different Halloween-ish movies to do, and we settled on Zombieland, an awesome movie, released October 2nd, 2009, so we're coming up on 10 years, which will be important uh, later when we talk about there is a sequel coming, which is very, very cool. Uh, The movie was only budgeted at $24 million dollars. It was shot in 42 days. It's pretty impressive they were able to squeeze it in like this. Uh, but it made $75 million in the United States, and I think it cleared 100 globally, which is pretty cool, especially for a, an R-rated movie like this. I don't consider this a horror movie, right, Mike? It's an action comedy. Uh, yeah, definitely comedy, action-y, Walking Dead-y kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, I think so. so. I mean, I, I would call it a horror but like a comedy horror movie, you know, like it's not really, I mean, it's really gory. It's very gory. It is very gory. There's a, there's some pretty graphic things like when people are being eaten and they're pulling out people's intestines and drinking the marrow out of their bones and stuff. It's very gory. Blood everywhere. A lot of blood, a lot of blood. So Mike, what would be your guess for the Rotten Tomato score for this movie from the critics? <sighs> see. Last week it was different. I remember it was like the critic was higher than the audience score. Which surprised me for a comedy like that. That um, was forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'll go with an 80. 90%. And I would have thought 82 because you would have figured all that gore and blood would have cost it about 5 to 10 percentage points. Mm-hmm. But it came in at 90%. Okay. Um, where would you guess the audience score then? And I can't imagine the audience score being over 90. I, I was going to go 80, and I was going to go 80, 85 is what I was going to do. So 85. 86, 86, yeah. Um, very good, Mike. It's, again, a, a kind of a graphic movie. Some people don't have the stomach for it or might find some of the content inappropriate. I don't know why you would watch this movie if you felt that way. I think this movie nails it right on the head. Uh, IMDb score 7.7 out of 10, really high. Really high. Anything over seven is pretty good. Anything over seven five is very good. So seven seven is is very very up there. To me, this is one of the best horror movies out there. I'm not a big horror movie person. You know, Scream never did it for me, and then like Halloween or Pumpkinhead or any of those kind of things. I like I said, I go. I'm not sure I'd consider this a horror horror movie. You know, like this has way a lot of comedy in it. Like, you know, I think of like, you know, 
Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, you yeah, know, that real horror movies where there's there's no comedy really in it. You know, I think of those being like really traditional horror movies. And I'll get into you know probably some other maybe zombie movies that we talk about later. Sure. Uh, real quick, unpopular opinion alert. And maybe I think I know you were with me. I can't remember how you felt about it, but the Blair Witch Project was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters. You know, I thought it was a decent horror movie. It just the way it was shot was just too much. I was like getting like nauseous so much watching the movie. I I, I remember we knew going in that it was a fake. So I could understand if you went and saw it and you thought it was real. But I don't know how you would think that was real. And then, I know that the people who are the the people filming it really fucked with them, and they like were actually really scared out the. Woods. Yeah, they did some stuff like they gave, they actually got them lost and things like that. But the the I think what got me more than anything was the ending was so bad. It was just someone standing in a corner, and the camera dropped, and that was it. And I was I just thought that that's it. That's all you got after all this. So all right, enough about that movie. So let's get into the cast. The director of the movie is Ruben Fleischer. He did 30 Minutes or Less, which also starred Jesse Eisenberg. The new Venom that just came out. I haven't seen it yet. It's been getting mixed reviews. They've heard it's a good, bad movie or bad, good movie, whichever one you want to call it. And then Gangster Squad. Have you ever seen Gangster Squad? Came out about five-ish years ago, six years ago. Josh Brolin. Yeah, I love that movie. I think that movie's very underrated. Agreed. It's a it's, very good movie. It's on the list. I think Sean Penn is incredible in that movie. So uh, it's on the list. But So that was like Ruben Fleischer's other movies that I knew of. I believe he's on the docket for the, for the new one coming out. I'll check that uh, a little later. The main character, Jesse Eisenberg, plays Columbus. He was in Adventureland, which was a year before this. Now You See Me, the sequel, and as well as the sequel. And But he's most notably known as... Uh, playing Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network, which he was nominated for an Oscar for. Which I've never seen. Oh, you got to see it. It's, it's I great. Just don't, I just, it's like, it's one of those movies I always say, I got to be in the mood to watch it, and I'm just never in the mood to watch it. It's very, very rewatchable. It's a movie that when it comes on, you're like, oh, I know what's coming up. I know, like, what scenes are coming up. It's just, it's an Aaron Sorkin movie, so it's written extremely well. So it, you, I recommend spending some time because that movie eventually we're going to redo anyway. So, yeah, see the social network, Mike. Next up, Woody Harrelson, who plays Tallahassee. Interesting thing about Woody Harrelson, I started looking through this. Woody Harrelson has been nominated for three Oscars and eight Emmys, including one win. He did Kingpin. He's been in the Hunger Games. White Men Can't Jump. He recently did three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. He was Larry Flint, and the people were very Larry Flint. Uh, his Emmys were mainly Cheers, and then um, it's the one he did with McConaughey on HBO. Mm. Um, True Detective. He was up in that one, too. Emma Stone plays Wichita. She was super bad, the help, and then nominated for an Oscar for La La Land, which she ended up winning. And then lastly is Abigail Breslin, who plays Little Rock. She's mainly known from Little Miss Sunshine. Sunshine, Sorry, Little Miss Sunshine. She also was nominated for an Oscar. So if you're keeping score at home, 
All four of these had been nominated for Academy Award for their performances in other films, including Emma Stone being the only one to win it for La La Land. So interesting thing about four kind of random actors. Two of them had already been nominated for Oscars, Woody Harrelson and Abigail Breslin, and then two more would be nominated after this. Because The Social Network was a year after this movie, and it really launched Jesse Eisenberg into the fame stratosphere after that. Mm Mm-hmm. So there are only two other people of note in this movie. Uh, Amber Heard plays the hot neighbor known as 406, the neighbor from the room next to him in one of the opening scenes. She did the Rum Diary. She's in the Justice League. She's one of the – she's the girl that works with Aquaman. And she was the young girl in Pineapple Express that Seth Rogen's dating, like the high school girl, which is a weird movie. She was. It's just kind of funny you're saying that in, in another zombie movie, the movie Warm Body, she's also the main character. In That's that not her. It That's looks like her. it's not her. No, it looks like her. I thought it was her too. It's not her. No, Damn. it's a di- it's a different blonde haired girl. I thought for sure that was the exact same person. No, I know the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, they put Amber Heard in another movie, and no, it's not her. It's a different girl. Uh, the only other person of note in this movie, Bill Murray, makes a fantastic cameo as himself. I actually wish he would have been in the movie longer. Uh, really, there's no one else in this movie. It's just really, it's just the four of them. Amber Heard's in one scene, Bill Murray's in one scene. It's just the four characters trying to survive in Zombieland. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, why don't you give us our synopsis here? All right, we have Columbus. He's a college guy with a phobia for clowns. He wants his goal is he's trying to travel to Ohio to look for his parents. On the road, he meets Tallahassee, a badass tough guy with a Twinkie obsession who is on his way to Florida. Tallahassee gives Columbus a ride to drop him off somewhere near Texas. I believe they talk about Texarkana. Texarkana, right on the Texas-Arkansas border. At a grocery store, they run into the sisters, Wichita and Little Rock, who act helpless and innocent, only to rob the two of them of their weapons and their Cadillac. Later, they run into each other again. This time, they agree to join forces. There's a little bit of twist in there, too, but... Um, Wichita and Little Rock want to go to an amusement park, Pacific Playland in Los Angeles, where there is supposed to be where it's supposed to be zombie free. They arrive in California. They go to actor Bill Murray's house just for kicks. To their surprise, Bill Murray is there and he is alive. They hang out with him, smoke weed with him, act out their favorite Ghostbuster scenes. But after a terrible, a terrible practical joke, Columbus accidentally shoots him thinking he's a zombie. Columbus and Wichita get close. They almost kiss, but they don't. The very next day, the sisters are gone off to Pacific Playland, where they turn on the lights and all the noise at the music park, which attract the zombies. Tallahassee and Columbus come to their rescue, only to be blocked by lots of zombies. They take out all the zombies. They save the day. Tallahassee finds his coveted Twinkie, and Columbus gets the girl. That's just your movie right there, Ed. Yes, it is. The one thing I want to add is, and I had this, I thought, I, yeah, I, I want to add this at the beginning. Two months after eating a contaminated gas station burger, the zombie apocalypse had taken over the entire entire world, I yeah, think. Yeah, I just kind of left it out. I assumed yeah. we knew that it was a zombie. Yeah, so, but that was like an interesting thing. Is it, Someone ate a gas, station at a, uh, a gas station hamburger, and two months later, the entire planet had been overcome by yeah, zombies. About, I think he said something about it was like mad cow disease turned to like mad human. Mad yeah. Human, like <laughs> yeah. Mad something like that. Something, something like that. Yeah. Along the so, uh, 
Well, let's let's get into the movie then, Mike. All right. Um, I want to start with the rules because I thought it was really clever the way they did the rules of. I'm glad you started with that. Yeah, because it, it it opens the movie with it. So rule number one was uh, rules for surviving the zombie apocalypse. Rule number one was cardio. And I really thought I just laughed when he said the first to go were the fatties. Because it's exactly how he worded it too. And it just made me giggle. Rule number two was the double tap. And this is I may not like scary movies, but I've seen enough of them to know that when the bad guy seems like he's dead, he's not dead. He's never dead. Gotta pull exactly. that pull the trigger the second time. Number three, beware of bathrooms. A funny kind of way they did it with the zombie attacking someone in the bathroom. And rule number four, buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And uh, the way they did it with the woman flinging through the windshield was the first sign of how graphic things were really going to get. That's the first four. Now, do you want to try and go through the other rules we know of or just get them as we as we pass them? I was going to say, like, I know there's like 32, 33 rules, something like that in the whole thing. It starts with 31. They move on to 32. The 32, 32nd one is enjoy the enjoy the small things. Well, he's got the one, you know, number seven was travel light. Yes. You know, I know that it was like number 17 was don't be a hero. Which became be a hero. Which became be a hero at the end. Yes. And then uh, number 18 was limber up. Yep. Uh, Rule number 31 was check the back seat. Check the back seat. 22 was when in doubt, know your way out. Yes. And then there was 32 was enjoy the little things. That's what it was. Yeah. That's all the ones I had. I did the exact same thing you did. I started with one and went down through, and then I just started adding them as they popped in and popped up on the screen. I would have – so I I kind of – they got away from this for a while, and I think it would have been funny if they added more of those in. I, I do like how every single time, like, one of that things, like, one of those things, like, happened, the little, like, thing would pop up on the screen. Yeah, like, almost like a video game style. Like, even at the very end when they're, like – in in the cat in the car and he runs over the guy twice runs over his head yeah, twice double, the double tap pops up yeah like yeah, I re- I wish they would have had some more of those and I I didn't have the DVD I watched this one on Plex I do have the DVD but I, I didn't get it out for this I wanted to see if they have any DVD extras because in Wedding Crashers you know they have rule number one no excuses play like a champion etc 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 the in the extras, they actually had a list of all the rules of wedding crashing. And I read through them. There were some really funny ones. Some of them didn't really make any sense. Uh, I would have liked to have seen what the other 21 rules are. They probably named off about 10 of them. It would have been entertaining to see. The next thing I want to get into. So the the opener to the, to the movie. It's about as cool a movie opening as I can remember. It's graphic as all hell but oh, they yeah. picked the perfect song for it metallica for whom the bell tolls and i know it, they the, thought about using uh michael jackson thriller that would have been a lot funnier the for whom the bell tolls really nailed it though and the fact they did it in super insanely slow-mo made it look a thousand times cooler agreed i enjoyed the opening. It, it is so cool it, it's super graphic, lots of blood. Lots I actually of- forgot about how good the opening was. And as soon as it popped up and I heard the music, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see this. It's very, very cool, though. So 
should we get into Tallahassee? Well, something I want to talk about is the one where they said, you know, beware of bathrooms. And they show the, you know, the guy getting. Um, taking a dump. Taking a dump. I'm just like surprised. Like, was the zombie apocalypse not already happening? And somebody walked in and you're just like yelling at them. Like, I was kind of confused. Yeah. I was like, you didn't know that the zombies were out there. Is this a surprise to you? So I'm glad you brought him up because I was going to bring this up later. I know exactly what you're going to say. That guy is the one that got hustled by Wichita yep. and Little Rock. And I didn't realize it until I read it. I went, oh, yeah. Now I remembered. It wasn't – I caught that one. But also in the when they're talking about, you know, cardio. Yeah. And the, the he goes, poor fat bastard with the one guy. Yeah. You know, the fat guys go first. He's also the guy that gets killed in the grocery store when they first meet – is he the one killed with the banjo or the garden shears? I believe it's the first one that's killed. The so banjo. The yeah, he's the same. He's the same reoccurring character. Like he comes up and do. Well, it they again. just they it, they save money. They only had to use one person. Well, they just say, "Hey, they turned into a zombie, and now this is where they're at." You know. Yeah, Tallahassee. First off, cool name, and very very quotable. He's definitely the most quotable person in this movie. Yeah, he makes the movie. Like, there are the other pieces that are funny, but he's the one that really makes the movie. Agreed. My favorite quote from him, I think, is, you're a peppy little spitfuck, aren't you? <laughs> I didn't know that one. <laughs> that one written down. Just because he, it's, Woody Harrelson's delivery is a million times better than I, mine, obviously. But another funny quote that came shortly after this that I didn't remember him saying, it's after they, they so they find the twink, the hostess truck. Full of snowballs. For the record, yeah. snowballs are disgusting. And as they're walking back up, he goes, Oh, real quick, I gotta take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Yep. I thought that was only a joke we made in Western PA, but it turns out no, everybody makes that joke. Well the funniest thing too is he's Columbus, so he's from Columbus, oh, Ohio. Yeah, I didn't even put two and yeah. two together on that. So he's from Ohio, the state of the shitty Browns. And it's only appropriate being that the Browns just fired their head coach yesterday. Again. And didn't they fire Todd, fire Todd Haley too? Yes, they fired Todd Haley too. Next, they cut to the scene that I guess kind of broke Columbus, and it's how he kind of he was just a, a a kid in his dorm room playing video games on Friday night, not doing anything, and suddenly knocking on his door is the hottest girl on campus, the hottest freshman on campus at least, played by a very young Amber Heard before she really was anything. But she makes a really good zombie. She does a good job, yeah. Yeah, she is terrifying. She plays it off really well with the just the way her. I mean, obviously the makeup did a lot, but and and they did the voice screech on her too. But she she played it off really well as a zombie. She's freaky. I always think one of the freakiest things is like when he has like the shower curtain and her like tongue comes out. Yes, you know? yes, the blood spitting like, out through it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, graphic, graphic. But they. Yeah, like, his thing, first his first double tap is in this one too. Yes. And one thing they did about this movie that was really good is they had a way of mixing graphic and intense with comedy. Or just humor in general. You know, she she sticks her tongue out, she's got blood spewing out of her mouth, she's got a broken leg, and he starts throwing things at her from underneath the sink and it's toilet paper and then it's uh, a roll of paper towels, like or, or whatever it was. I don't know why that made me laugh because you can see his face like, oh, come on. Oh, come on. He just keeps pulling out the softest thing he could find. 
I also laugh when they first meet and you're like, here's the deal, Columbus. Uh, I'm not easy to get along with, and I'm sensing you're a bit of a bitch. So, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, Woody Harrelson, awesome. Also, another great line is after this. So when's the last time you and, and I wish I would have remembered some of the the refer, the euphemisms he had for sex. But he's like this, 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 this heels to Jesus. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made love. He's like, yeah, sex. And he tells him <laughs> it was back of a back of a FedEx truck. You know, we we made love and parted ways. Uh, Beverly, Beverly Hills. <laughs> he just respond. His response is, "You dog." Like that's all it was. He didn't question him. He didn't do anything. Like he knows. He's yeah. just not going to talk about it. Right now. But I wanted to because th- this movie came out right as zombies were starting to really become popular. I uh, know. I was going to say this too that when they first meet, very first meet, and they're like have the guns pointed at each other. Yeah. I love when he's just he's like shaking and like but his face looks fine but he's shaking and he like, puts out the little face. thumb and he just like gives him the little like hitch your thumb like hey can I get a ride and the guy's just like yeah sure get it and they just yeah. put their guns away like casually and pop it that's a um that's a sweet ass side piece that Woody Harrelson has the Tallahassee has it's like a pump action it's not really a rifle it's not really a handgun it's almost like a it's almost like a sawed off it's it's sweet though I wanted to because we're talking about zombies. The story. Do you remember the story of the dude that essentially started gnawing on the guy's face in Florida? Oh yeah, the bath salts guy. Yes, the bath salts guy. So I looked up the story right before we did this. He had two different nicknames. He was called the Miami Zombie and the Causeway Cannibal. It happened in Miami, Florida, on May twenty sixth, two thousand twelve. It lasted for eighteen minutes. And the dude's name was Rudy Eugene. The weird thing about it is, he did not test positive for toxicity for bath salts. He only tested positive for marijuana. I mean, I remember seeing the video and seeing the pictures. That is crazy what that what happened with that dude. I know. Like, I remember hearing about that and just being like, what? I was like to toss out that the name of the grocery store they go to at first when they're looking for a Twinkie is called Blaine's Grocery Store. Blaine? Yeah, what kind of weird. A- who a weirdo would have a middle name Blaine? I know. Other than me, maybe. <laughs> Other than you, maybe. Uh, I actually read about another fun fact I read is that wasn't a real grocery store. They decided to build one because it was cheaper than running one out and paying for everything they destroyed. So they built a fake grocery store. Everything in the coolers in the back is just a piece of paper. Uh, I was going to say, when uh, he's playing dueling banjos mm-hmm. on, the ban- on the banjo, he actually is playing himself he, on the banjo. Yeah, he uh, he practiced and took the time to uh, learn how to play that. And that's one of the internet facts that I have. But I figured since we're at that part, might as well talk about it. Sure. You know, you got a curdy mouth. <laughs> they really did a nice job. Again, the the intensity and violence and brutality of it with just great comedy and humor. Mixed in. Exactly something you'd hear in Dueling Banjos. In, uh, I mean, not Dueling Banjos, in Deliverance. <laughs> yes, yes. Dueling Banjos is in Deliverance. There you go. Yes. Uh, and then the other big guy, he just pulls off the pulls out the garden shears. He just says, I'm just going to take a little bit off the top. 
And then you don't see anything, and then suddenly you just see the shears sliding with blood. Yeah, he does an excellent job. And that's where we for, hear it for the first time. Time to nut up or shut up. Get right before they go in. Now, that was a pretty popular tagline for a while. Do I know that remember... they... Go ahead. Oh, I was saying, I know they, they, he, the one guy didn't want to use that as the tagline. But the other guy really wanted to. And then after the whole thing was done, the other guy's like, you know what? I'm really glad because he's worried me too vulgar. And he was just really glad that they ended up using that one. That was going to be too vulgar. <laughs> just like he just thought it was going to be like too like. It's just like the tagline that people were going to read on the poster. You know, I don't know. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm trying to remember if that was a popular line before this movie. I'm sure it was, but I don't remember one way or the other. Like, was that something we used to say in college? I don't... I don't think we ever really even... I didn't really even use that line that much. I, the truth. I remember being popular for a little while. I was like, when he's like, after, after he does all that, he's just like, you're incredible. He's like, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing I was going to say, so the last thing he uses is the baseball bat. That's a, That's the second thing he uses, right? The last thing's the Clippers. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. The second thing is the baseball bat. last thing is the Clippers. Yeah. That's so a three base banjo baseball bat hedge clippers. Now you can tell Woody Harrelson is an athlete. He did uh white man can't jump, obviously, but that's a good looking baseball swing on him too. Yeah, pretty good swing, yeah. We spent well, I spent at least a significant a significant amount of time complaining about pitching form in Angels in the Outfield and Rookie of the Year. And Woody Harrelson is someone that should have been used because he actually knew how to swing swing a baseball bat and actually be athletic. So next we have the arrival of Emma Stone, Wichita. That's right. And her sister, Little Rock, played by Abigail Breslin. It's an intense scene and it, until you find out what's actually going on. Like the first time you see it, you're like, holy shit, are they going to shoot this girl in the face? And then you just realize, oh, it's just all hustle. And again, mixing in the comedy with the intensity of the movie, but I kind of knew that it wasn't going to happen. Oh, see, I didn't. I had no idea. G- g- going in, I just knew that these people were going to be main characters. But also, I was just, after I watched it this time, because you know I've seen it a number of times now. I was like, "How do they know that he just doesn't just pick the gun, pull the gun up, and just pull the trigger?" I, I thought about that with Woody Harrelson because he would have really shot her. Well, that, well that's <laughs> what I said. But yeah, I was just like, how, "How do you know that this guy who just killed three zombies right in front of you just doesn't walk in and go boom?" And then you're like, oh, my God, you killed my sister. So I have a question for you that has no right answers and no wrong answers, but I'm curious what you think. If they're sisters and they have two different names, for they're named after two different cities, what is your theory on why? Um, stepsisters, maybe. I was going to go with they were born in different cities. Like they lived in Wichita and then moved to Little Rock. Emma Stone was born in Wichita and then when she was five they moved to Little Rock and then a few years later Little Rock was born. Because there's quite an age gap between them. I think in the movie she's 12 and the other girl's supposed to be 20. That sounds fair. I was going to guess 21. Somewhere in that range. I thought she was like 23 to tell you the truth. Let's see how old she actually was. Probably actually was like 23. I bet. 25 maybe she was 20 she's 20 really mm-hmm. she actually played about the right age then when she was in uh like um 
Easy A and all that stuff. Easy A. Super bad. Super bad. That's what I was thinking of. Super bad. She was probably like 18 or 19 at that. And Abigail Breslin is eight years younger than her. So there we go. Yeah. So back to the movie. Yes, back to the movie. Um, I do like uh, afterwards that when they get, so they get their car stolen, they get their gun stolen, they get tricked, you know, everything that by Wichita and them. Um, but when they're like walking, there's like talking, they start talking about the zombie kill of the week. And he starts like one up, they try to like one up. He's like explaining to him. He's just like, oh, no, no, man, that's nothing. And he's like, you ever seen a tube of toothpaste? <laughs> Imagine the steamroller, and he's like, and the head's to cap. He's like, are you one of those guys that always tries to one-up them? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I know I know guys. <laughs> that was a funny line. I like the way they did that. Oh, so you're talking about that scene when he's like limbering up? He's beating up on that. What would you say that is? A 1994 Astro van? Yeah, like the Toyota Previa. Something like that. <laughs> Only because it kind of looked like a van we used to have, and it was a Toyota Previa. <laughs> It's impressive you you knew that one. I never knew Toyota had a minivan that long ago. Yeah, it's like my mom was like the maroon van that we had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Now that was the Toyota Previa. But yeah, they they beat, just beats the shit out of the van completely. I think when he jumps down, he goes, "I think I pulled something." Then the little sign limber up pops up, and then falls <laughs> off the back of the van. Yep. And then they find the Humvee. And he has to put the giant three on it. And they waste a lot of bullets. Well, I laughed too because like, I like how he takes the hand off the steering wheel and makes it look, like flick him off. Like, of course. Because he's like a giant child. Yeah. He's just trying to like live his life, you know. Well, he has such a horrible tragedy behind him. Yeah. And I think he uses violence and, and humor himself to deal with it. I agree. So, but yeah. You're right. He does waste a shit ton of bullets. They waste a shit ton. Just total in the movie. Like when Bill Murray gets killed and they do the uh, like 21 gun salute, like I would not want to waste a single bullet. What's well, that? That's a, when he's just unloading in the air. Just that's, you know, completely wasting just like just to let off some steam. Just like, man, have you never seen The Walking Dead? Like bullets are a premium. You want to they are the premium that you have. Yep. Got to save that ammo, bro. Instead of going east, he says he's going to go chase after them because he wants revenge. Yep. You know, they say when you want revenge, you should dig two graves. He goes, yeah, one for the big bitch, one for the little bitch. (laughs) So what are the chances of actually finding a Hummer with gasoline that's fully functional with an arsenal in the backseat? The chances of finding... A Hummer, I'd say, are okay. With some gasoline in it, it's fine. They could have always stopped, always stopped at the gas station, too. So, we really don't, you know, that could just be a scene that you miss. But having that many guns in the backseat, that, that is a, that's a luck right there. That's yeah. luck. So, yeah. after they do find them and they are hustled again, there, there's another, like, comedic scene, the road trip scene. And they kind of rotate it. Well, first, it's, they're all ready to kill each other. And Columbus finally just flips out and be like, can we just play fucking I Spy or something? Just act like a normal group for five minutes. And he has a good point because they're all dealing with such crazy shit already. I liked when they went to the, I don't know, the Indian casino or whatever it was. What I was going to say in there is that first off, it's that 
they ditch him the first time and leave him alone. Why did they let him ride with them the next time? I think they felt bad for him. It's the only thing I could think of. I was just like, it doesn't really make sense. You've hustled them once. Now you're hustling them again, and you got more guns and more everything, and you're just going to be like, whatever. I remember because he, when they go there, he shoots the uh, zombie. Remember Rad's how he hits the little bell? He shoots yep. him, he's like, zombie kill the week. He's like, nope. Nope. Close, but he's like, no, Zombie Kill Week goes to sister Cynthia Knickerbocker. <laughs> yep. Very impressive, too. The piano on him. <laughs> yep. Flat bastard. <laughs> Very impressive move. I like how she's power walking away from him. A lot of confidence <laughs> on her. <laughs> like when they're in that little like Indian shop and he's sprayed himself, he's like, is that perfume? He's like, no, it's cologne. Yeah. And he's like, points over, and he's like, you're thinking about fucking Wichita. <laughs> what was the line after was just as good. He goes, well, wish granted she's been fucking both of us for the last 24 hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like how he just sprays him in the back of the neck with it. <laughs> okay. Let me begin my three-part apology by saying that I think you're a wonderful human with great potential. That FYI, I beat wholesale ass for a lot less than that. But you're right. He's, he's like, I'm going to give you 45 percent power yeah and, and then really the, so after they destroy the place which god would that be so much fun oh yeah I was that thinking, would be so much fun so that was probably like a home-built thing too because if they had destroyed all that stuff that was probably all they oh, just built god. it up themselves and destroyed it nice they, they start bonding in the car and there's the funny conversation between tallahassee and little rock about hannah montana Little Rock's driving. You hear Wichita going, you know, check your blind spots. And Tallahassee goes, don't worry about a blind spot. Blind spots are for other drivers. Talking about how fast to go to. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you should go 25. (laughs) Then they get to Los Angeles. They should have been butthole puckered up, ready to go as soon as they entered Los Angeles. Because one thing I'm a little bit confused about is there is a drastic lack of people around. And if they're all walking dead zombies, you know, the United States alone has 330 million people, right? I don't know, because when they're there in the city, or he hops out and they have to like be real quick just to grab like something to grab away. Yeah, there's like 10 people. If you actually walk down in front of the Chinese theater, there's like a thousand people there well, on been, any given day. The zombie apocalypse has been going on for how long? So you really don't know where they'd all be. Two months. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You don't know. They, they, yeah. It's not like they're going to stay there and hang out in front of their like. Yeah, maybe they're just wandering down. But I mean, like what, as they're driving, they don't see any. I just feel like there'd be more zombies. But I know my my expertise and degree is not in zombie apocalypse. So I guess I don't really know what would, what it would be like. But I'm thinking, yeah, they should have been, like, all four of them, guns ready to go once you enter a major metropolitan area like Los Angeles, which has a standing population. Southern California alone has a population of, like, 20 million people. So you would think if there's 20 million zombies, you should be ready to go. They just seemed very casual as they were coming in, that's all. The Bill Murray cameo, that has to be near the top of movie cameos when they play themselves, right? Probably Mike Tyson's the best one because it was very unassuming and didn't see that coming. Bill Murray's got to be towards the top, right? Um, 
yeah, I mean, def- definitely. And I, I just like how, like, you kind of assume at first that he's actually a zombie. Because it's funny, it, also in that scene, so when he, they first introduced him, he's walking in, and she's hitting that golf ball, ball and he's dancing. He's actually dancing to the song, I'm All Right by Caddyshack. But I thought he was dancing to the Ghostbusters thing. He is dancing. But in, like, the actual scene, they had to cut it. Oh, too much going on with the Ghostbusters music and that going on. Like, and then they're doing the Ghostbusters scene and they're playing the Ghostbusters music. So they just kept it all with the Ghostbuster music. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if you actually look at him dancing, I was like watching that I actually like watched the scene again after I read that. And you can tell he's not, you can tell he's not dancing to that song. I was thrown off by it too. I was like, why is he dancing so fast? To the Ghostbuster theme song. Now it makes sense. He's essentially yeah. doing the, go- the gopher dance from yep. Caddyshack. That exactly. makes sense. When they recreate the scene with the vacuum cleaner and the thing, yeah, Emma great. Stone does a fantastic New Yorky accent. Oh, it was really so funny. Hooray. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen her do. It was really funny. I, 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 my favorite lines in this, actually, you're right, like, that's great. But when he first looks at him, looks up, he goes, Bill Murray, you're a zombie? And he gets up and he's like, just like freaking out about how pumped he is. Yes. Like, I love you since I could masturbate. <laughs> Not, Not those two are related. <laughs> like they're connected or anything. And I'm just like, I, just, like, I forgot about that line. I sort of like laughing out loud. I was like, that's a actually story. my favorite line from that scene is before Bill Murray walks out is. Who's Bill Murray? Hey, I've never hit a kid before. I mean, that's like asking who Gandhi is. Who's Gandhi? But I don't know, just the way he says, hey, I've never hit a kid before. I don't know what makes me laugh. But um, I didn't remember them hitting the, the weed hookah. I don't know why. I don't know if that was an extra scene that was thrown in there or not. I don't think so, because I, I remember it. I also like, though, when they cut to Little Rock and Columbus watching the movie. It's the Twinkie scene. It is the Twinkie scene. That was That's right. Just kind of little tip of the cap nod uh, of entertainment. Just because he's been looking for a Twinkie the whole time. And I'm like, there's a Twinkie right now. I'm like, that's awesome. I I also, because Bill Murray's the best, he's able to laugh at himself. And they just go, do you have any grits? He goes, Garfield. I never saw those, but I just have to assume they're terrible. I never saw them either. And that's probably why, because I just heard bad things about them, which is like, I'm not going to waste my time. And I loved Garfield growing up, but I just did not have any interest in seeing those. This is where you have the depressing scene where you find out Tallahassee's son was killed, and that's kind of why he's got a chip on his shoulder and hates zombies so much. But right before that, in a, a twist of irony, I guess that'd be definition of irony, Jesse Eisenberg's character says the best thing is about Zombieland is there's no Facebook status updates. And then one year later, he played Mark Zuckerberg. But yes, very sad about Tallahassee's kid, Buck. It brings back the human element to zombie land for a minute they do that they do that every once in a while they kind of bring you back to like kind of like when he finds out that his parents are probably now dead in columbus that right i'm kind of alone he was a loner before so even he doesn't know that many people when he finds out that the people that he is actually close to are probably dead he's dealing with that shit and then you find out his son was taken from him so it's like they, they do have a little bit of drama in it they do. They try and they they definitely establish your interest in those four characters. You know, if they 
they, they do a good job of making it so if something happened to one of the four of them, you'd probably be upset. If you didn't care about them, you'd be like, oh, well, whatever. I didn't really know anything about them. I didn't really care about them. But they do a nice job of making you really, truly caring what happens to the four of them. Uh, so as you mentioned in the, the write-up, after they shoot Bill Murray, after they find out about Buck, you've got Wichita and Columbus ready to hook up. Then she just bolts the next morning, right? Mm-hmm. Like butt crack of dawn. There's a really funny line that comes shortly after this. Well, I guess a little bit after this. Uh, well, first he calls him, what is it, the king of cock blockers? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then as they're ready to go, Dallasie looks at him and says, I'm not great at farewell, so uh, that'll do, pig. That's the worst goodbye I've ever heard. And you stole it from a movie. Do you have anything more before we go to the final scene? Before we go to Pacific Playland. Pacific Playland. Which I, I have no idea why in hell they think that Pacific Playland is a place where there's going to be no zombies. And then not on top of that, like you don't think when you turn on a giant theme park full of lights and noise that it's going to attract zombies, you freaking morons. How have you survived Zombieland this long? And then make that kind of mistake? The, the dumbest mistake you can possibly do, pretty much. That's when I'm uh, not it's a movie, but you would not be this stupid. No, you would not be that stupid. I also like how it's like they're riding the ride, they're having a good time, they see the zombies are like coming for them, and it's like the ride's still going. Like, how do you stop the ride and get off? I guess you gotta wait till it gets to the end and jump out, but doesn't someone have to usually unlock it? That's what I'm saying. I don't know how that works, but I was just kind of like Zombies are not that far away, and they can kind of, they actually, like, run in this movie. Like, they don't just walk, like, slow. Like, the walking dead. They can kind of, yeah, they kind of give a little, almost like someone running with a bum yeah, leg. Yeah, like they're, like, jogging, pretty much. A nice, brisk jog, like, after you, pretty quickly. Yeah, so, anybody out there listening, if you've worked at an amusement park, let us know how it might work. Send it over to us, because this is a curiosity thing. How did that work that they would be able to or would not be able to turn on a ride, get in it, and have it go, and then have it stop and be able to get out of it without being run over by it, in essence? So after Tallahassee and Columbus show up, and as you mentioned, they run them over and do the double tap, which that's the first time they'd shown a roll in like 45 minutes, not since the Indian place. I don't know if I could come up with a worse place to be chased by zombies than a haunted house. Yeah, it'd be like hard to tell what's real and what's not. Right, you'd just be shooting everything. He's still rolling, rolling around with that double barrel shotgun. You, you can't get enough. <laughs> I said, you can't get enough ammo. I, just go, I was like, literally had it written down. I was just like, you have all these fucking guns from Tallahassee. You don't even grab one handgun. Something with like a little bit more bullets in it. You freaking. Well, a little. Yeah, just had a bigger. Just a bigger. Uh, magazine or something semi-automatic. I, I understand, like, the nice thing about it is you'd have, you know, you don't have to be super accurate with a shotgun, which is great, but at the same time, you're also refacing the drywall every single time you you fire one, so and then you have to, you only get two shots off and then you have to reload. Trying to do that on the fly is a little tough, that's all. No, I, I know I said the exact same thing. I was like, I don't know why they're doing that. I also yeah. was wondering why Wichita, when they get into the hum, Hummer again, why they drive it off the edge into the water 
when they probably could have just slammed on the brakes and the zombies probably would have flown off. Or here's one. Drive towards the exit. Well, they jump out because they're zombies in their just car. The and I was like, so I, I got why they did it, but I was like, why wouldn't you just try slamming on your brakes first? And see if, if they, they fly, fly off? Because it probably would have worked. Yeah. Or if you really hit something and ha- watch them fly off that. I guess it was designed that way so when they showed up, they thought they were in the water, but that only lasted like three like seconds. Not so... much of a thing at all. As soon as he looked in there, they started yelling mm-hmm. at him like, hey, we're over here. And he's like, oh. Yeah. And then that's where Tallahassee's like, I'm just going to go ahead and attract every zombie in this park and have them come after me. And you go try to save them. My only thing too is, is that that and then they and then they run to a ride that goes up and down where they've like nowhere to go. Yeah, and I understand like they wanted to put themselves up as high as possible, but, but they still come saying also, don't they know that the, the, the ride comes back down? Yeah, it wasn't the, the greatest idea. We'll say that. And Woody Harrelson's a badass. Tallahassee's a badass. He does finally get his twin. Yeah, he which was, he, he, he and, does fuck some shit up. He, look, he runs over the zombie twice, and we said with double pat, tap. Columbus is required to face his fear, which is the most massive freaking clown I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it was like as if uh, a steroided bodybuilder happened, like an, an MMA yeah. fighter also was a clown. Have you ever side. seen the movie uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yes, I have when I was a kid, and I'll never watch it again. I just. This this girl I know got me to watch it, and I hadn't watched it in so long I could barely even remember it. And I was like, "It doesn't hold oh, up." Dude, I was laughing it. out loud, it's cracking me up, <laughs> like things and it's just hysterical. Did they wrap the kids up in cotton candy? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> all I really remembered from it. I saw it when I was like, cotton. I don't it's know, seven. Like giant or like circus that. tent in the middle of the woods that like glows and lights up, and I'm like, there's like clowns in outer space. I'm just like so, so shocked. Yeah, that that's a movie. If I never see it again, I won't care. I meant to I meant to keep keep account of how many zombies get killed by who, and I completely forgot to do that. I would like to know again. Anybody out there, if you're what if you go to rewatch this movie, give me a kill count from Tallahassee. He's the only one that really is worth keeping track yeah, of. Yeah, Tallahassee is pretty much the John Wick of killing zombies. Yeah, that's that's the perfect nit way to put it, Mike. <laughs> he is the John Wick of killing zombies. Like you don't, you don't, don't fuck with this dog, Buck. Don't fuck with this. this yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's it's John Wick's dog and Tallahassee. Well, it's kid. like you think about it too. It's like he swings the car around, uses that Uzi, takes out a bunch of zombies, and then uses the same yeah. Uzi to mow down like ten more in a row. Then uses the same Uzi hanging from like one of those. I don't even know what that ride is. And he's like just swinging around like. Um, those are like the the yeah, swings like, just hanging on him just. Spin around yeah. shooting all those zombies. And he traps himself in that little, like, you know, carny game with, like, the little fence and shoots, like, I don't know, 30, 50 zombies. I don't know how. Yeah, that's why, that's where my, um, I, I don't know if he would have had enough. Bullets. Well, no, no, not only that, it's more of like, uh, like, the other thing too is like, he's like, you know, shooting with his one arm out and then, like, reaching his other arm, like, behind his head and, like, shooting the same direction. And I'm like, you know, and that's, if you're, if you're firing bullets at, what would you say that that's a, Three inch by three inch space, you'd have to be incredibly accurate to get it through that every time to make contact. Because if you hit the metal, it's going to ricochet your bullet, and you're not going to kill yeah, it. You might break the fence, and they can get it. You might break the fence, and might come back and hit you. I was just saying. I know it's a movie, but right. Yeah, I, I was just like the whole the whole time. I was just like, all right, I don't know why you're doing this. You're wasting bullets again. 
All right, Mike, anything else before we get into the thoughts on the movie? Well, we find out which of those names Krista. We did find her name's Krista, which I read in the extras. That is actually Emma Stone's mom's real first name. Finally got, That's finally got the first base. Not bad for that spring. little spit <laughs> fuck, huh? I think like right folks. then and there, it's like the end of the movie. But then they have the other little scene where he's searching for the Twinkie. <laughs> yes, there's a noise yeah. and he shoots it with the shotgun and they go in and he's shot the entire box of Twinkies. Uh, the Rock tosses him one. They get in the car. They drive off. Where did she find a uh, Twinkie? Maybe, I don't know. You know, that's supposed to be like another bonding moment for them, I think. They all get to move on together, right? Yep, that's right. Until later, which we'll get into at the end as to where are they now. So thoughts on the movie, Mike. Would you like to go first yeah, or second? Short little things, you know. It's just, I think it's a really fun movie. It's easy movie. It's a rewatchable movie. It's, you know, I said, if you don't mind the gore, you're going to be completely fine pretty much because it's like crazy, yes. like vulgar. Like there's like some little stuff here and there, but nothing like out of control. But it's just like, it's pretty graphic with like the blood and gore and everything like that. But other than that, like, like I said, it's funny. It's an enjoyable movie. A couple of F-bombs. you got to have a, a good sense of humor. But yes, very funny, but very graphic. I got a couple here. One, Tallahassee's obsession with Twinkies is absolutely hilarious. I love that they run it all the way through the movie. I love that they keep coming back to it. I love how he's driven by it. I, I don't know why. I just think it's absolutely hilarious. It is. And, I'm, you know, it's another thing that you assume that, like, his son enjoyed Twinkies so it's kind of like a way that he's like can get back in touch with his son good point I, I don't remember but when they were showing the montage of him with his son that would have been interesting if they showed them eating a Twinkie together uh, next sorry I, said, keep going, no, I wasn't, didn't really even pay attention to that part for that uh, next I think this would have made for a fun video game yep like you would have had you got Tallahassee and like you got a scene and it's Tallahassee and Columbus and they enter, you know, they'd have to draw everything out a lot more. So you enter the grocery store and there's 50 zombies have to be killed. And then the next scene, you've got to be uh, Wichita and Little Rock and they're in the Cadillac and they're driving and they've got, you know, they got to get away from zombies. So they got zombies to kill the whole way there. Like it would, and then Columbus in Tallahassee again, and they're in that town and they got to kill zombies before they find the thing. Like, I feel like that would be a really fun video game. Played kind of... Um, do you remember the 24 game that came out for PlayStation 2? Or the uh, Punisher video game? Do you remember those? Punisher video game. Came out like two... We were playing it in college. It was awesome. So it wasn't... You were, you were behind the character, you know, like from the angle you were at, but you had full range, but there kind of was a path to follow versus like a Grand Theft Auto where it's kind of just an open universe and you can run around and do whatever you want. Like there was an actual path and levels. It would, it would have been awesome as a video game. I know there's like, when I play those Call of Duty games, like they have the zombies parts of it. Yeah, Call of Duty, but Call of Duty usually gets into first person. This wouldn't be in first person. This is like where they're elevated up behind them. Well, this I know. Um, but what I was saying is that uh, when you do the... Uh, zombie land like there's like four characters and there's like a there's like a it's not a zombie land i can't remember what land is but you... <laughs> it's like because it's actually called zombie land because i can't, I can't remember it. it's like uh some sort of like but you're in like a theme park and can like ride rides and like do other things when you're going through and it kind of like reminded me of this a little bit i literally had just been playing it probably 
I don't know, up to about a year ago when the newer, when one of the newer Call of Duty's came out and then I bought that one and I hadn't played. So I haven't really played that old one for a while. But it definitely is kind of has a zombie land feel to it a little bit. That would be fun. So next question, Mike. Yep. What is your firearm knowledge in terms of like types of firearms? Not that great. I'm curious to know the question now though. If you could have a firearm and we let's eliminate, you know, assault rifles and, and Uzis and stuff. What kind would you want to have in a zombie apocalypse situation? Um, I, I would want something that's not automatic, probably semi-automatic, a semi-automatic uh, either rifle probably would be what I want. Would be my guess. That or a semi-automatic handgun. Because if you had an automatic, like I said, you're going to be wasting ammo. And when technically all you need is one shot to the head to take a zombie out. So I think I would do that. So if it's semi-automatic, you're doing taking one shot at a time. You're conserving your ammo. And if you had a rifle, maybe like a mid-range rifle, something not too far away, so you could like have it be good for somewhere that's kind of like close range. Like if you're in like going through a house or something like that, or if you're out, you know, you can shoot something that's like a block away still. I got the perfect gun for you, Mike, because that's the one I was thinking of. There's a gun called a thirty thirty. You have a loadable magazine. It's got pump action to it, and it's the one that kind of goes down and back up. That's how it, it replaces the shell and fills mm-hmm. in the new one. That It'd be like the perfect mid-range, clearing-the-house type gun, and it's a very common gun. My dad owns one. It's a very common gun amongst hunters. I was kind of thinking, what would be your... What would be the gun you would want to carry around with you? It's it's essentially the gun that Woody Harrelson has, but it's a longer version. It's like a two-hand version. You couldn't hold it with one out and be accurate. It, it, what I'm saying, too, is that what I would want is that I would want it would be a magazine, but it's one of those ones where I don't want to have to cock. Yeah, that's that's true. Semi-automatic, yeah. Not a pump yeah, action. I want one, a so. pump action just because that's you know wasting time if you got a couple – Getting a semi-automatic rifle, though, is going to be a little bit of a tough find. Most of them are bolt action. Most hunting rifles are bolt action. So, yeah. All right. Uh, last question I have for you. What is your favorite zombie kill in this movie? Do you want me to go first? Because I have I didn't even, didn't even think about it, to tell you the truth. I thought about it while we were sitting here, and I wrote it down. Because I was kind of curious what if you, you had one that really stuck out to you. How about I'll do mine, and then you can think right. of yours. Mine's the banjo. It made me laugh so hard when he said, "Come here, you got a pretty, you got a pretty that, mouth." That is, and, that is a pretty good. It's the least graphic too, because all you really see is blood flying. You don't see him, you know, you don't see him actually making contact with the banjo. You just see him swinging it and like blood squirting out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that for a second because I didn't even like, didn't even. You didn't even think about it. Just like I said, as we were going through, I wrote it down because it, it came to my head. So we'll go through some of the other things, and if one pops up, just shout it out. Mike. All right, I do like that one a lot. So like, I'm gonna go with that one. But if something else, if I, if another one pops in my head that I like a lot, I'll definitely pop it out there. Sounds good. So, what is your best scene in the movie? There's a lot of them, but what's your? I, I just kind of put Bill Murray's house. <laughs> so uh, it's funny you said that because I have a, a different thought. Um, my best scene is the opening credits through Columbus at the gas station because it has him breaking out the rules and explaining things as well as that amazing opening credits with the Metallica song. I do like the, I bounced, at the gas station 
where he goes to go to the bathroom and the zombie comes out running after him. The zombie has a piece of toilet paper. Yeah. Goes with it. <laughs> well, not just that. Yeah, he <laughs> toilet paper on his foot. That was good. Also, it shows him running through the parking lot and it's going cardio, like blinking. And he just runs like a circle and then runs a circle again just to kind of like outrun yeah. them. And then uh, he happens to get in the car. There's someone behind him. And then they use the – it was a great way to say buckle your seatbelts because it shows him hit the wall and the zombie goes through the, the um, through the windshield kind of thing and then still comes after him and stuff. Like that was – it was just really – it was really cool. It was entertaining. But again, and I really, really, really like that opening thing with the the Metallica music and the super slow mo. So, what was your worst scene then? I said I decided on. I think my worst scene is that second time that they get conned. Yeah, it's I feel like dumb. you already know they've tricked you and conned you. Like you act like, oh, it's a trap, and you leave him back. Like should have seen just, it coming. Yeah, should have seen something coming. Mine is just not the. It's when they shoot Bill Murray. I was just so disappointed. It was. It just it, like it was funny. It just sucked. I was so disappointed. I, I just can't. I just can't say that scene because, like, he says, you know, he says the the Garfield line. Yeah, again, it was funny. It's just kind of even sucked. when he's dying, he like he's like he breathes out all of his air, and then you hear you see him go, <sighs> like, yeah, like breathing. <laughs> and then Emma Stone starts laughing. He's like, I can't help it. He just <laughs> anything else from the worst scene? No, that's just that. I just didn't. I didn't think it was really funny, and I didn't think it was. They had to get them back together somehow, and that was the way they did it. No, and, and I understand. I go. I, I don't hate it. Instead, I go. It's like I said. I enjoy the entire movie. I just said if I have to pick a worse scene, I go. I guess it'd be that. So I know it's a movie, but I don't have a lot. We've kind of done yeah, some. We talked of this. about we talked about wasting bullets. We talked about I talked about the fancy shooting by the you know when you're surrounded by zombies. Why the hell would you go to Pacific yeah. Playland in the first place? Like, stupid idea to turn all the power on. During the second con, like, why do you let these guys ride with you? You supposedly don't trust anybody. Just shit like that. Again, you know. Yeah, so I, I have two. And one is, one really kind of bothered me because I was trying to figure this out. And there's a major continuity problem. So, theoretically, the girls leave first thing in the morning, right? Right up, as early as they can. They drive all day to get to Pacific Playland. It is nighttime by the time they get there. But when Tallahassee and Columbus get in the car, they get there in like five minutes. The other thing is, is that we don't... It's dark when they leave and it, they get there and the girls are still in that tower. We don't... So unless they were there for like eight hours and it was eight o'clock, you know, 6 a.m. or something. Well, but what else is, I, I don't know if we know exactly what time the girls left that. It's true. I, you're, it's true. It could have been like noon, and they were just hung over, and slept in. But, but I have uh, one more thing. So, Bill Murray tells them how to dress up like a zombie. Why don't they at least try to do that a little bit before they went? And maybe they could have gotten left alone. You know, not a bad thought. She could have put a little boysenberry on her face, and maybe the zombies would have left her alone. Put that Eddie Van Halen wig on. Yeah, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> Oh, he's terrible. He's a zombie now. He's a zombie. So what is your favorite line from the movie, Mike? I had written down, so do you have any regrets? You said Garfield, maybe. But <laughs> so that as soon as I said that, I was like, the part where he's just like, man, I've liked you since I could masturbate, you know, not that I or anything. <laughs> I had 
it's time to nut up or shut up just because it's kind of the tagline and it it had a it had a life well beyond this but i was gonna say you're a peppy little spit fuck aren't you as well i had that one written down it's just like a honorable mention tallahassee had many great lines in this movie which leads to who's your favorite character mike both know who my favorite character is (laughs) some easiest too tallahassee is the best so this is gonna be an interesting one who's your worst character mike Kind of tough for me, but I went with Little Rock just because I don't think she really had that many. She didn't bring as much to the table as the other characters. I actually liked her, and I actually said Wichita. Wichita was my close second. <laughs> I think it's I'm not the biggest Emma Stone fan. I like her, but I don't know. I she... think what put her over the top is that when she did the Ghostbuster scene, I was like, that was enough to push her out in front of Little Rock for me. I think I laughed at more stuff that Little Rock did versus what Wichita did. That's all. It, it they both were fine, and I like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to, Columbus was annoying too, but he's supposed to be annoying. There's, there's so only he, four characters in the movie to choose from. You know, it's like, right. Yeah, it's tough. It's like Emma. If you're watching, we're we're sorry. We love you, Emma. Easy A is Easy A is very underrated. And movie. Little Rock, I can't remember your can't remember what your real name is. Abigail Breslin. I'm sorry, but there's four characters in the movie. <laughs> yeah, we had to pick somebody, we, we, we and none none of you hold a candle to Woody Harrelson. We enjoyed you in the movie, but if we had to pick a worse character, sorry. So just because we brought him up, which is better, Woody better Woody Harrelson character, Tallahassee and Zombieland. Or Roy Munson in Kingpin. I'm gonna go with Tallahassee. I think Tallahassee too. It's close, but Tallahassee. Roy Munson's kind of an annoying asshole. Tallahassee's awesome. So it's time for this week's top five. Norm, we've done several actors, but Mike and I talked about it and thought, you know, we could do Woody Harrelson, but we said let's do the top five zombie movies. Now, I had a bit of a tough time with this, Mike. I'm not going to lie. And the reason is I haven't seen a lot of zombie movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you go first because you're going to be able to pick out some actual good zombie movies. And then I will bring up the rear on this one. All right. So I've a lot of these ones, too. I guarantee you people have not seen. At least one of okay. them. And the only reason why I saw it is because Plex himself was at my house. <laughs> And we were, he was randomly here over the summer. We saw the one movie, is toward, going towards the bottom of my list, it's called Dead Snow. And it's all about right. these guys that go out to a camp and somehow like these, they're where a, a huge like zombie fight was. It doesn't, it's not like, it doesn't take place in America or anything like that. It's like an Eastern European war type, like, can't really remember exactly where it takes place at. Like up in the mountains, they're going on like a ski resort type thing. And the zombies, the Nazi zombies come back to life. Nazi zombies. Wow. They sound like real assholes. (laughs) They are. They're real, real, real assholes. But it's like, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of similar. It kind of gave me a, you know, army of darkness vibe a little bit to it. Sure. Like it has that kind of humor and it's like kind of like a B-ish type movie, but it was, it was really good actually. And it has a sequel to it too. It's like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's also Dead Snow, and it's like, I don't know, 
in that one, they're trying to get like the Soviet zombie army to fight the Nazi zombie army. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's it's so ridiculous, but it's like kind of funny actually that I was just like, it was like one of those ones I knew nothing about it, was expecting nothing and then watched it and I was like, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> All right. I have uh, 28 days later. Okay. I've seen bits and pieces, but not enough to actually judge on it. I have uh, Night of the Living Dead. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Ed, but um, it takes place uh, like Pittsburgh. Uh, I I remember hearing that it took place in Pittsburgh again. Have it's not a classic, it. though. I remember watching it as a kid and kind of being freaked out a little bit about it. Like, just kind of just freaked out. It just kind of has a freak. Well, it's it's always held up there as one of the classic, like, zombie horror movies. You you hear that name quite frequently. Just, you know, it's like black and white, kind of freaks you out a little bit. I don't know. Just, it's, it's a good one. It stands the test of time. Um, then I have Zombie Land on here. And then I actually have my top one is Shaun of the Dead. And that's one I haven't seen. That is kind of surprising that I've never seen it. That's one of that's one of my favorite zombie movies by far. Like when it comes to comedy zombie, it's right up here with Zombie Land. I've heard it's very good. It's just one I haven't seen, and I think it was one of those things that I I wasn't a big Simon Pegg fan at the time. I've come around on him because I liked him in the Star Trek movies, Um, but in general, and again, I'm not a big zombie person. Like yeah, whatever. It's always the same thing, so I kind of just avoided it, and now. I've been so far away from it, I haven't really sat down to watch it. But the, uh, I plan to. I said my point. two honorable mentions I wrote down are uh, Planet Terror, which I don't know if you know what that's the... Uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, but I I haven't seen it, but I'm Quentin trying to remember Tarantino who movie. was in it. Yeah, one of those ones. Bruce Willis is in it. Wendy Prefercorn's in it. <laughs> I can't remember the real name. <laughs> Wendy oh, we talked about that movie during... Uh, when we did... Yeah. The Sandlot. Yeah. Um, that's what I said. I can't remember her real name, but uh, Josh Brolin's in it. Hand, handful of other like famous people are in it too. Um, but then my other, my other honorable mention is uh, if you want something more lighthearted, is that Warm Bodies movie? Yes, Warm Bodies is on my list. So go ahead, Ed. All right, so I'm gonna go top to bottom. My favorite is Zombieland, just because it's been so entertaining and it Tallahassee's awesome, right? Next, I put the Resident Evil, and I just put the movies in general. Apocalypse, which is the second one, was the best one, I think. But in general, out of the zombie movies, Resident Evil, which also, Resident Evil 2 was a video game that would give you nightmares. Oh, dude, I know my brother loves all, like, the Resident Evil games. And I remember playing yeah. those games and just being like, I couldn't, I couldn't play it. I was just like, Resident Evil 2 would give you nightmares. It was, it was so good. It was one of the first... It was a first-person game, and it was so realistic at times. And uh, it, you would open a door, and you never knew because they randomized when zombies would jump out when you opened the door. Oh, was oh no, my brother just like <laughs> jumping and being like, I was like, I can't do this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number three, I had Warm Bodies with not Amber Heard in it. It's uh, I've, I I have to look up her name, but she does remind you of Amber Heard. She's um, but it's good. It's, it is like, uh, it's a good date movie. I'm gonna recommend that. If you ever, if you're looking to to take a girl out on a date or take a guy out on a date, ladies, go to Warm Bodies. It's it's fun for everyone. It's it's 
not gory at all like this one. It's it's very good. Uh, number four, I have I Am Legend. I know they're kind of like super zombies, and it's a little weird. It's not quite a zombie movie, but it has – It's, like it's post-apocalyptic zombie-esque. I consider that one more of a vampire movie because they can't come out in sunlight. So there you go. It's a it's a it's a more of a bit. Again, I'm not a big zombie movie person, so I'm not gonna split hairs on it. But you're right; it's probably a little more uh, vampire esque. No, but I, I totally get what you're. It's 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 you know, I, I was looking up just out of curiosity, like the top like zombie movies, and one of the ones that they even said was Frankenstein. They do more like anything that was dead and came back to life. Even uh, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead and stuff were on there. On the Wikipedia has a list of zombie movies and. A lot of them are not zombie movies, but uh, my last one, and I'm actually bringing this up, not because it's one of the five best zombie movies, not because it's the worst zombie movie I've ever seen, because it's, I'm bringing it up because it's the worst movie I've ever seen. It is called House of the Dead. It came out in the early 2000s. It's based off of the House of the Dead arcade game that you would play, one of those like shoot 'em up ar- arcade games. It is the worst movie i've ever seen in my entire life they actually had as they cut from scene to scene clips from the video game oh wow and and i i was talking about this with people a couple years ago about how bad this movie and they said there's this guy named yui bowl i forget he's he's german and it's my understanding that he purposely makes extremely bad movies because in Germany and Canada, wealthy people invest in these movies with the purpose of them losing money because they use it as a tax write-off. And it's a tax loophole. I'm not making this up. You can look it up. His name's Yui Bowl. Look up the movie House of the Dead and read about him on Wikipedia and how he makes the world's worst movies on purpose. And he doesn't stop making it because people use it as a tax loophole. It's absurd. There you go. House of the Dead. If you're ever looking to waste your life, watch that movie. Actually, still don't watch that movie. So, all right, let's move on to the internet facts. So, would you like to go first or second, Mike? Uh, you can go ahead, Ed. Okay. So, fun fact one Woody Harrelson was arrested for marijuana possession during filming and delayed shooting by a day. Nice. Number two, the script was originally a television pilot and was completely revised to turn into a film, but they wanted to make it a TV show, which leads us to the next one. The one the term zombie kill of the week was left over from the script's original television pilot. Every weekly episode would have had a zombie kill of the week performed by characters on the show. I don't know if it's gonna be like variety show style or how they're gonna do it, but it kind of started out one way and completely shifted. So next, director Ruben Fleischer said he was inspired to make this by Shaun of the Dead. So there you go, Mike. Emma Stone was originally cast to play the role of the hot neighbor. 406 and then i don't know she must have impressed them enough that she became wichita we talked about the guy in the bathroom already twinkies really are called submarinos in mexico Los submarinos Los submarinos and the last one i have is evan rachel wood and megan fox turned down the role of wichita i don't i don't think i would have liked evan rachel wood i think i would have really liked megan fox as wichita though I'm a big Megan Fox fan to begin wow. with, but she's. I'm not saying Emma Stone's not attractive. She is attractive. I just think that Megan Fox is like way too hot to be talking to Jesse. 
even <laughs> like the last possible last. Year. That is true. That is true. She would have been way, way, way too good Damn. for him. But uh, yeah, he's the last Damn guy. Fox in her life would have been good after Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that's true. She would have. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that she would have gone after Tallahassee. So, uh, what do you got, Mike? Actually, got a decent amount compared to what you got. Good. Stone's favorite kill was a slow slow motion sequence where it ended uh, hitting this uh, one zombie like three times with her gun. She doesn't like it anymore because she actually they kept saying like hit him harder. You're not like doing a good enough job. She ended up having she ended up giving the stuntman eight stitches. Ooh, they kept nice. saying like hit him hard and you know to make it look real. And the stuntman's like it's okay. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> tough life Patrick Swayze almost played the celebrity zombie where, for Bill Martin that would have been cool I don't know if he was sick he got sick, he, got by sick. It, he was before uh, Bill Murray was going to Swayze was going to be in that spot that's a very different movie well, and you, so other, I would have loved Swayze in that spot that would have been fantastic but that's a different other movie. people that were considered were Joe Pesci um, Kevin Bacon and Matthew McConaughey were considered before they got Boomer. And I think they had Matthew McConaughey dropped off last second and they were considering not even having that part in the movie. And they asked Woody Harrelson, he pulled out Bill Murray. Murray came up, uh, read the script and liked it, but he came up with the idea of still being alive actually and wearing zombie makeup instead. So the writer actually rewrote that whole scene. He showed up on set for two days and, uh, I guess Eisenberg hated celebrity cameos, but then now like lo- like loves Murray's cameo in the movie. <laughs> That's a very Bill Murray story that he would come yeah, up with. Which is just like, because uh, he was supposed to actually be a zombie, but then they he was like, you know, I want a bigger part. Produces what he wanted. They're like, we'll do whatever you want. You're Bill Murray. Yeah, you're Bill Murray. You get to decide whatever you want. And uh, Harrelson said he feels exactly as he acted about Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprising. Well, he I mean, he's got to be the whole thing. It's got to be one of the the most famous people on the planet to run into. For someone like a certain age, real young kid, younger people, people maybe like ten years younger than us, might not really think as much. But so Bill Murray is sixty eight years old, for the record. I just was looking him up to see how old he is. I thought he was older than that. I did, I did too. I think it's his white hair. Because he's gone, he's gone completely white in the last like yeah, seven 67 years. Sixty-seven years old, and I don't think he looks as old as Bill Murray. Bill Murray's lived a—he's a hard party. You like this one, Ed? This next fat Woody Harrelson ate custom-made vegan-friendly Twinkies. <laughs> I did read something about that—that that he's a—he's a vegan and he wouldn't eat real Twinkies because had... they're—they're made from um, cornmeal. Gelatin. They're made from gelatin. No, the, his were made out of cornmeal. Oh yeah, but I mean, real Twinkies—I think have gelatin uh, in them. They're really not that good for you, though. No. But no. you talked about... um. So the last thing we have is, where are they now? So Mike and I have come up with the concept of, when these movies end, and a lot of times these TV shows and movies get reboots or continuations, because people want to know where they're, these characters that they've become involved with are today or down the line. As I kind of mentioned earlier, they are in pre-production i think for zombie land 2 it is scheduled to be released october 11th 2019 so it's going to be 10 years almost to the day after the first one so i'm going to go through four of the characters where they are now 
So we'll start with Little Rock. The gang ran into a group of other survivors outside Los Angeles. At the age of 17, Little Rock had a pregnancy scare and swore off men. At the start of the next movie, she is... Back on men with Justin Bieber. Nice. <laughs> nice. Bieber survived the apartment. I did not know that you did some sort of men. I was just like, well, I just said I'd go. I think it'd be cool if she had like a love interest and it was another kind of like famous person. And I'd be like, who would be a famous person that would be the same age as her? Yeah, Bieber's probably pretty close. All right, next. Columbus. After a few months of dating Wichita, he decided to drive cross country to see if his family is alive in Columbus. No one was at his childhood home. No one was at his childhood home. At the beginning of the next movie, he is in search, looking for Wichita. As I said, it's, he's looking for Wichita because I have where I think which, what Wichita's doing. Yeah. So Wichita, while Columbus was out searching for his family, she met another guy as part of the group they met outside Los Angeles. She cheated on Colum- on Columbus. They broke up and haven't spoken since. At the beginning of the movie, she is. Well, being in the movie, she is. No, no one knows where she is. Oh, that, she is to be found. I put down that the guy she was banging was Ryan Gosling. <laughs> nice, nice. That in La La Land, she's no. banged him in like three movies. <laughs> she was in Gangster Squad. It was in that other movie with uh, who's the guy from? I can't think of uh, the guy from The Office, the main guy. Steve Carell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and she was Steve Carell's daughter, actually, in the movie, and he didn't know it. Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah. And then uh, La La Land, too. Huh. Yeah. Let's keep it going. That's then. that's why I picked him. I was like, and she's now actually banging Ryan Gosling in real life in Zombieland. But, like, for Ryan record, Gosling playing Ryan now, Gosling, too. Like, it's not like... For the record, now, we had fun with this here, but I bet that there is... In the next movie, that's where it opens up as Columbus is searching after Wichita. I bet that's what they're going to go with. So lastly, our guy, Tallahassee. Uh, He didn't like the other survivors. He left the group and went back to Bill Murray's house. He regularly goes out on zombie hunts. At the beginning of the next movie, he is... It's funny. I was like, after finding all the Twinkies he could find, he's now on to Little Debbies or (laughs) Ho-Hos. Just on the move looking. He's just like... So, I am very excited for the next one. I probably won't see it in theaters because I never see movies in theaters anymore. But I'm really interested to see where they pick up. I hope Woody Harrelson continues. Being I, I awesome. have a few theories here too. That I was saying that the other one too is that, um, <laughs> like, I'm fairly certain in the next movie, like, where are we missing? Okay, Wichita and Wichita, Columbus had a love interest. I'm sure one of either they're going to still have their love interest. Or one of them's gonna have another love interest. I, I think it's gonna be another one. I, I don't see a movie plot where they're together happily. I think it's gonna be like that's why I kinda said I bet they run into other survivors. I don't know if they'll set up like some type of shell government or a compound to protect everybody, almost walking dead esque. Like I'm curious which way they're gonna go with it. I just hope it's entertaining, gory, and fun. I, I, I think that Tallahassee's probably going to have a love interest because he didn't have one in the last one. I think they might split up, but then they might all end up back together kind of like at the end or something, maybe. L- likely. I, that That's probably what's going to happen. Maybe at a water park this time. I don't know. You know. Ooh, water park. I like it. I maybe like at it. a water park. 
maybe the zombies are have evolved. I don't know. I think of like all these other movies I've seen where they've like the zombies are like literally like massive like strong zombies or something. I'm like I don't know. Maybe super fast ones like in World War Z. That or like like I said in that dead zone, like the zombies like pick people up and like throw them across the freaking room. You know, it's like like they're like super strong, and I'm like I don't know. Maybe there's like some sort of like you know they have evolved into something different too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious if they try and if they just let it be ridiculous or they try and add a realistic element like the United States military getting involved or some form of government getting involved or an antivirus or something. I don't know. There has to be more than just four people left, obviously. So I'm curious how they're going to work that in because they wouldn't be able to be alive 10 years later if there wasn't some form of life and infrastructure, because you never see them eat anything other than a Twinkie and a um, snowball. So they have to have some form of nutrition. They have to have, you know, what about plumbing? What about electricity? What about basic need, like necessity kind of things? I also think that if Justin Bieber does make it into the second movie, he better get turned into a zombie. Well, yeah. Have you seen the second Zoolander? It's awful. Uh, Don't I waste your time. I've watching but... it four different times, and I think I'm halfway through falling asleep each time. It's so, so bad, but you've I seen the opening it. scene I... that Bieber gets killed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that scene. I was going to say, he gets killed off in the opening scene, so maybe they'll do the same thing. Like, he's in the opening scene and then gets eaten. I, I legit, like I said, I, go, I, wa- I tried watching it four times, and I tried stopping, like, restarting where I started out, and I made it halfway through the movie four times. And, I, and then, literally, after the fourth time, I go, I'm not even going to try anymore. This movie's so bad. Well, the, wor- the, the ending's worse. So, just, be, you did yourself a favor. It's like, I'm not even going to try. So, uh, anything else before we go, Mike? I think that is it, Ed. What we got lined up next? Plane, trains, and automobiles? Planes, trains, and automobiles. The only Thanksgiving movie out there. There is no other Thanksgiving movie to be found. Every other movie is a Christmas movie. So uh, we're doing the one Thanksgiving movie. It's awesome. It's John Candy. Maybe not at his best. I still think Uncle Buck is his best, but it's up there. I'm going to go out there and say there's probably is, before someone corrects us, I'm sure there is another Thanksgiving movie. We were trying to think of the Thanksgiving movie that we've seen that's worthwhile. (laughs) And Thanksgiving movies don't count if they start at Thanksgiving and go into Christmas. So no one bring that up. That doesn't count. Because you try and look up Thanksgiving movies like, oh, this movie starts at Thanksgiving and it's one day of Thanksgiving and the rest of the movie is all Christmas. That doesn't Mm -hmm. count. This movie is about getting home for Thanksgiving. That's why it's a Thanksgiving movie. Remember to follow us on Twitter at WorthTheWatchPC. Email us, WorthTheWatchPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you worked in an amusement park and you can answer that question for us. Also, uh, we need some suggestions. We're going to do Christmas Vacation, but we probably want to get one more Christmas movie in before the end of the year. So if you have one you'd like to see, other than Home Alone, we're going to save Home Alone for next year. Try and space those out. But if you have a different one you'd like to see, let us know. And I think we'll throw a Twitter poll out maybe sometime around Thanksgiving to see what movies people would like to hear. So anything else, Mike? No, that's it, you scrawny little spitfuck. All right, thanks for joining, and we'll catch you next time. While there are plenty of movie review podcasts out there, our goal is not to be that. This is supposed to be a fun look back at movies from our past that we have enjoyed. 
We just want to fill that place between your ears for about an hour. Make your commute to work a little more tolerable and let you reflect on a movie that you may have seen. Movies can make us laugh and cry, make us cringe in fear or be a shot of adrenaline. We watch them in theaters with total strangers, at home with friends and family, or on Sundays when it's on cable for the 300th time. When One We Love comes on TV, we get excited. It's almost like, hey, someone else likes this movie too. So if you like what we do, let us know. Follow us on Twitter at watch, worth the watch PC, again, at WorthTheWatchPC, or email us at WorthTheWatchPodcast at gmail.com. Make suggestions of movies you love and want to hear. Tell us what areas you want us to cover, but please keep things clean. We have families who don't want them to be worried about us. Please remember, this is all in good fun, and if something on here offends you, tough shit. Get over it and find something else to be upset about.